Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Come back, pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's getting to the point where you have to make sure you're listening to the radio at 310 today because the Cardinals are taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the Cardinals are on fire right now. Now, Ali Marmel did tell us that Albert Pujols will not be in the starting lineup today. He gave us that news an hour ago on Sports on a Sunday morning. Pujols getting a day of rest before the Cardinals face a lefty tomorrow at Wrigley Field. Oh, my. Did you see that Brewers series where the Cubs and Brewers are playing? Wind was blowing out 10 miles an hour to center field. Were you not licking your chops as a Cardinals fan to go to Wrigley Field with the wind blowing out, and you've got all these games coming against Chicago? Your top rival and the Cubs are well, they've won five in a row, but they're way back in the division, and the Cardinals are a front runner right now, five games in front of the Brewers. Pretty good situation to be in. The Cardinals will throw Jordan Montgomery tomorrow at Wrigley, and on Tuesday they have a doubleheader. They have not announced their starters for either of those games. We do know that Monty is going to start tomorrow. Today's starter is the other lefty, Jose Quintana. Again, a 310 star, 215 for the pregame. The Cardinals are not facing a lefty today. They're facing a righty in Merrill Kelly. So Pujols is going to get a break, but I would not, and neither would you, ever rule out the fact that he could appear as a pinch hitter. Ollie has put him in as early as the third inning as a pinch hitter. So keep an eye on that. But Albert Pujols, if you have not heard it yet, here it is. In the second inning yesterday, this happened. Bumgarner with the pitch, and Albert swings, lifting a high fly ball. Left center field. That's hit deep to the track, to the wall. It's a goner. Albert Pujols. It's a home run with one out in the second inning, number 691. John, I've got goosebumps again. What this guy's been able to do since the All-Star break, well, since he broke into the big leagues, phenomenal. But especially the last month and a half or so, we have seen the best of Albert Pujols. He has been pounding left-handed pitching, and so many Cardinal fans here in the ballpark just saw a thrill. With that trip around the bases, the Musial second-place total base number, 6,134, was eclipsed. 
Stan the Man passed by Albert Pujols for second all-time. 6,137 total bases. Only Hank Aaron has more. 691 home runs. Fifth on the all-time list. He wasn't at 691 for long, fourth inning. Red hot. And the uh, 3-2 pitch to Albert is hit hard and deep. Left center field. Did he get another one? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. A two-home run game for Albert Pujols. This one, the line drive variety. And he now has 692. He is absolutely amazing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 64th career multi-homer game. The third multi-homer game this season. First player in baseball history, age 42 or over, to have four hits and two home runs in a baseball game. Number 692, eight away from 700, five away from passing Alex Rodriguez for fourth on the all-time list. Pools went four for four last night. We teased Ali Marmel last hour because he pinch hit for him in the ninth. He put in Nolan Gorman in an 8-7 game. Gorman delivered an RBI single, and the Cardinals ran away with it. They scored eight runs in the ninth, and they won the game 16-7. Albert Pujols and the Cardinals. How good has Albert been over the last 10 games? You heard Ricky Horton mention how hot he's been. Listen to this. He's hitting over the last 10 games 538, 14 for 26 with a double, six home runs, and 13 RBIs. He is on fire, facing a lot of lefties, granted. But a situation where you have to watch every time the Cardinals play and listen to our broadcast because you just never know when five's going to come up there, not to mention the MVP frontrunner right now is Paul Goldschmidt, and Goldschmidt has 31 home runs. He has 34 doubles. He has been rocking it, too. And then Nolan Arenado with a spectacular play yesterday, probably the best that I've ever seen him make. The high chopper, barehanded, throws a dart that's picked by Goldschmidt, 
in the sixth inning, and the Cardinals go on to win this game by a final of 16-7. to You can go back and listen to our conversation with Ollie Marmel on our Sports on the Sunday Morning podcast page, or you can use the Odyssey app and just rewind to 10-15 because I thought he was really good today. You know who else was good yesterday? Joseph Newgarden. He grabbed a win in the Bomberito Automotive Group 500 at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Hats off to the crew at Worldwide Technology Raceway and the fans for sticking out a two-hour rain delay. The rain came coming down, I'd say about two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through the race. Uh, they decided not to end the race, and uh, they want because, you know, when there was rain and lightning, it brought out a red flag. That race was official at that point. They could have called it. Uh, but they did not. They continued on, and Newgarden uh, passed Scott McLaughlin after lap 224, and he won his third straight win and his fourth overall at Worldwide Technology Raceway. His fifth win of the season, Joseph Newgarden, picks up the win in the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Really a lot of fun what they're doing over at the racetrack just five minutes from the arch in Madison, Illinois. We'll take a quick break. We're going to go behind the scenes, the life of Albert Pujols, through the eyes of the executive director of the Pujols Family Foundation, Todd Perry. He is next. John Mosellock, the president of baseball operations, joins us live at 1130. Then you'll hear from Albert himself at 1145, five minutes with number five, our weekly interview right here on KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. And we'll end this hour with a tribute to the best to ever do it on this radio station, that would be Jack Buck, who celebrated a birthday on this date for many years. He would be 98 today. He was born in 1924, and we miss him, think about him every single day, but we also get to celebrate him, and we will do that at the tail end of the show. Tom Ackerman with you. It's 1114. Todd Perry next. Tom Ackerman back with you on KMOX with Todd Perry of the Pujols Family Foundation. A neat event happening out at the Miracle Field here in Chesterfield. What's happening today? Well, this is our coach ball game uh, clinic, and we have uh, three groups of people and individuals with Down syndrome who are coming out and just learning uh, about the game of baseball. And we are lucky enough and blessed enough to have uh, a relationship with uh, Coach Ballgame. He is a, um, he's actually from Southern California and he holds clinics all over the country um, year round. And he is uh, here today here in St. Louis and he is just serving um, the people we serve, which is the Down Syndrome population. What's the reaction from the kids and from the adults when you see the game of baseball being taught and played and giving them that opportunity? You know, with especially with people um, with Down syndrome, developmental disabilities, this is something that uh, is a real treat for them. Well, first of all, I mean, they, they've, they've gone through two years of, of lockdown and uh, just being able to get out and have something, a day that's about them, a day where they can be outside and they can socialize and they can see friends and, and the parents can connect again. And it's just something from, from a socialization standpoint that's huge. But from just to get out, run, play, and be kids, I mean, that's something that um, I think has, has really been uh, – um, it's been missing over the last two years. 
and for our population, I mean, this is this is huge. And of course, to have Coach Ball game, who just makes it fun, you know, he just brings, and, and that's that's what he does all over the country. He he brings the game of baseball to to youth and introduces it as something that's not overly competitive or not, you know, because you know there's there's enough of that. And he just wants to make it fun. He wants to make it uh, just bring the love of the game back. And it really shows with, with him, and he connects with our, our families so well. It's just, a, it's just a great day. And then another guy who knows something about baseball, number five, came and dropped by, didn't he? What was it like when Albert Pujols walked into the ball field here? <laughs> you know, it's um, – I, and I say this all the time, is, is there really is a light that comes on in him. When he's around people with Down syndrome and these families, he really is, um, th- this is his family. And he sees them that way. Uh, they see him that way. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this is our 18th year. And a lot of these young adults that were out here today, I mean, they were just, I mean, they were kids when uh, when we first started the foundation. So we really have grown up with them and they've grown up with us. So it's, um, it's, it's like seeing family. It's like coming to a family reunion for something like this with Albert. And uh, it's just hugs. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of smiles, just a lot of joy. And uh, it's just really, really cool to see. The name is appropriate, the Pujols Family Foundation, because he has such a big family, including you. We've had the great privilege to be able to talk to him every week, five minutes with number five. We talk about the foundation. We talk about his life. We talk about baseball. He's having fun, isn't he? You can just see it. I understand he's hitting home runs and what we see on the field, but just overall, he's really embracing this. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, he's at that point of his career where he's, um, you know, he, he, he's, he's seeing things from, um, he's got a perspective on what it has meant and not just what it's meant to baseball or what it's meant for his career and, and the, you know, audacious numbers that he's been able to put up. But equally as important, maybe even more important, what it's meant to the community. And I think that events like this is where, um, you know, we can celebrate that that one last run, that one last lap around the track, and and we can say, you know, hey, Albert, you know, we we love and appreciate so much of what you've done for this community, and continue to do. And it's just, um, yeah, it's 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 great seeing him have fun. It's great seeing him out there, um, but also it's it's great seeing him on his you know only day off out here, you know, with with these families. And I mean, that's that's just him. He and I spent an entire five minutes talking about just the Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award and that experience at the ESPYs. One of the finest moments of his career, I thought. I think he felt the same way. What was it like for you in Los Angeles that day? You know, it's it's such an honor. And, and I think Albert said that in his speech, that, you know, to be, um, to be mentioned in the same breath as, as Muhammad Ali and, and everything that he has done, um, you know, and especially with the Parkinson's um, Foundation, and but I, I you know, it, it was interesting how nervous Albert was accepting that award, and I thought, you know, I and I even said that I said, you know, you you can stand in front of, you know, forty thousand people with the you know the game on the line in the ninth inning, and he's just got ice water in his veins. I mean, it's. But, you know, he's standing in front of a group of people accepting an award. And it, but I think it just 
it just means so much to him. I mean, this is something that is, it's greater than baseball. It's greater than, uh, and he'll tell you that. I mean, when, you know, when, when we were here in St. When he, we were here in St. Louis, he would, uh, you know, he had his trophy room in the, in the basement and people would say, you know, and of course his MVP trophy, I mean, everything's there. And they would say, you know, well, what's your favorite award? And he would turn them around and walk them over to the fireplace and over the fireplace would be the Clemente Award. And he would say that. That means more than anything else. And um, and he really means that. And I think there was a glimpse inside of that um, at, at the ESPYs that night where it meant so much to him to be recognized for the work he does off the field and the work he does for the community. And it means so much to him. Uh, you know, not that the baseball stuff doesn't, but it really is just, again, it's a perspective thing right now with him. And I think he is... Um, He's extremely grateful for, you know, the, the gifts God's giving him as far as talent, but even more so right now, the, the impact that he's made in the communities that he's chosen to serve over the last 20 years. Todd, one last thing. I thought you brought up a really important point is the fact that we are coming out of the pandemic, but still in it. But, but for a while there, we had to be extra cautious, not only amongst ourselves, but among those who needed extra protection, including those with Down syndrome. What can we do now to get your message back out to the community and to embrace uh, the Down syndrome community? A great question. We have been overly cautious. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, on our advisory board, we have several doctors, and uh, one particular doctor has her finger on the pulse of the Down syndrome community nationally, and uh, she is the first call we make and say, hey, you know what, we're thinking about opening this program back up, what do you think? And uh, more often than not, she will say, hey, you know what, it may be a little early, or hey, we're seeing this, or we're seeing a spike in this. And, and keep in mind, people with Down syndrome, they're, they're because of respiratory issues and things, they're a little bit more susceptible to, to COVID. So we have been way, way overly cautious, but I think now, especially outdoor events like this, where we can social, we can still continue social distancing, uh, it's it's something that um, our families are really really hungry for right now. They're 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 yearning for opportunities to for things to get back to normal, and that's one of the things that we we want so much. But we are very cautious as we're moving into that. But I would I would say that if there are any families, any people that are not connected with the Pujols Family Foundation that have a person with Down syndrome in their family, um, reach out to us. It's uh, info i n f o at PujolsFamilyFoundation.org, and we will, uh, it's no cost to anyone. We have, um, I mean, if, even with the virtual part, we still host over 100 events a year. So it's always something going on, and it just folds, you know, people with Down syndrome into the community and into the things that we're doing, and it's um, incredibly meaningful. It's fantastic. Thank you for the time. The Miracle Field here in Chesterfield. Mike Matheny, our old friend, had a hand in putting this together along with uh, Albert Pujols and many others, including Todd Perry, Pujols Family Foundation. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Tom. Back in a moment on KMOX. Now, the John Mazaloc Conversation on KMOX. Sponsored by your Gateway Acura dealers, Munganass St. Louis Acura, and Frank Lita Acura on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Always great to catch up with the Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosaloc, Tom Ackerman in the Stiefel Sports Studio. It's 1131 here in St. Louis. Good morning, Mo. Good morning, Tommy. How are you? 
Doing great. I mean, <laughs> at what point do you just sit back and smile and enjoy what you're seeing, especially out of yesterday? That was some show and really has been for a while out of number five. But just across the board, the Cardinals pile up 16 runs. They go up five in the division. You've always told me winning is fleeting, uh, but I- I'll tell you this. I- enjoy the moment, right? That was some show last night. Look, it's certainly exciting. I think the sort of underlying narratives that you have going with, with Albert's success, with you know seeing what Goldie and Nolan are doing, still maybe one of the greatest plays I think I've seen in a long time defensively. And then, you know, couple that with, you know, having team success is, yeah, it, it definitely feels good. But um, I was at an event last night, and I was, like, you know, telling people, like, yeah, it's great, but the moment we start to, to think we have this figured out, something will go wrong. And, uh, you know, not to be pessimistic, I think it's uh, you enjoy the moment, but, you know, there's another game today, and uh, hopefully we have uh, some great storylines that come out of it, but most importantly, hopefully we win. Yeah, and that's definitely your job, uh, in, among other things, but is to keep an eye on the present, but also the future, and to know that it is a long season and you have to have this team ready for October if, God willing, you're able to get there. Right now you're in a very good position. I think it really, you know, has to, you have to say, since the trade deadline, you're 14-3, and three, and stabilizing the rotation was a goal, a major goal. It, it had to be done, didn't it? And, and you've been able to do that thus far. Yeah, look, we... we... It was no secret that we were trying to acquire inning eaters when when we uh, went after players of the training deadline. But we've also had some other things that have happened. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And, and, you know, obviously the the impact Albert's making currently on our club. When you think about having – Pauly D back in the lineup and yes, he went through a rough stretch, but, you know, getting some power out of shortstop has, has been key. And then, and then obviously we've already touched on sort of the, the Nolan Goldie impact, but then it's been sort of a, a collection of others that on any given night, you're starting to, to see that type of contribution that, that takes a little bit of pressure off of Goldie and Nolan to simply say, you've got to do it every night. And so, you know, obviously, when you're when you're winning, that typically means you have a lot of things that are going right. And you know, even though we, we have some some you know minor obstacles every now and then, we're finding ways to, to get past them. And and I think that makes for fun baseball. And without a doubt, it's been very entertaining because I think our fan base 
you know, love seeing what Albert's doing, and they love seeing us win. So we have both things going, and that's pretty cool. It's a game of numbers, no question. It's also a game where the human element absolutely comes into play, and there is no number, there's no measurement for what Yadier Molina brings to that clubhouse. It just, you know, when he puts together his Hall of Fame resume, that won't be on the stat sheet. But it is absolutely present. You could you could feel it when he walked in the room on that Tuesday uh, just before the trade deadline, uh, and you can feel it when the team is playing. There is a, a difference with Yadier Molina, one of the greatest to ever do it. Um, and if you could comment on that and then also – his current situation, which, of course, is being kept private, uh, and then when you expect him back. Yeah, I think there's no coincidence with his return. The, the, the mood or the vibe in our clubhouse immediately picked up. I mean, there's something about with him being in the lineup, with him you know, calling the game that, that I think elevates a lot of our, our, our players, our pitchers specifically, and I think results speak for themselves. And, you know, we definitely like having him around. It's, it's a good thing. And, you know, I, in, in terms of this weekend, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, people have to make individual choices at times for themselves. And, you know, hopefully uh, we can survive today. We did yesterday. And then uh, I expect him back tomorrow in Chicago. Also looks like you'll have Ryan Helsley back tomorrow. Congratulations to the Helsley family. Another Cardinals fan is born, John Mosellock. Yeah, exciting news for him and his wife. Uh, good news, everyone's healthy. And in terms of when he reports, I don't know exactly when, but hopefully it's uh, uh, tomorrow as well. What are you anticipating out of Jack Flaherty today? He's going to start for Double A Springfield. Yeah, that's where I'm heading to <laughs> right now. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, you hope that he has. What you need to see from him is really a couple things. One is you, you want to see him have like command of the strike zone, right? I think the one thing that when he has pitched recently in the big leagues is pitch count gets up quick and, you know, ultimately you're not being able to go deep into a game. So it'd be nice to just see that, that command of the strike zone. And then most importantly, how do you feel? How do you recover tomorrow? But, um, you know, I, I am hopeful that what we see today is a encouragement for later in the month or early part of September that he could be someone that, that could make an impact for us. What about Jordan Walker? I know you'll be keeping an eye on him, too. What a great season he's having. And was that a significant ask to say, go to double A and let's see what you can do there? There is a big jump, isn't there, Mo, between single A and double A in terms of what you see? It is, but, you know, he was part of that 2020 class. Obviously, um, he was fortunate enough to go down to Springfield and be a part of that, that uh, off-site camp we had. So he did get a little baseball and, and did get to experience some things from, you know, more veteran players. And so his exposure to, you know, who he was competing with day in and day out was really, you know, sort of triple-A players. I, mean, I think that helped him grow up a lot in terms of experience. And then last year, obviously, he did get a full season in. That was awesome. We, we, we did push all those guys um, to, to as if, 2020 didn't happen and, and you know clearly at his age making the impact he's making at double a's is really impressive and then his transition to the outfield appears to be going pretty smoothly you know ultimately as you always hear me say if you hit we'll find you a place to play but 
you know, he's very athletic. I think, you know, he's the type of player that could be a plus-plus outfielder. So, you know, obviously our fingers are crossed that this transition continues to go in a positive way. And there's no doubt that, you know, his 2022 season would be deemed a success. I noticed that MLB Pipeline came out with their top 100, their updated top 100. You had six of the top 100 in that one. And Graceffo had edged out Libertor in the rankings. I believe Graceffo was 85 and, and Libertor is 87. I don't know that it says anything about Libertor as much as Graceffo's ascent. Wow. What a, and you told us about it before he started making that move, but very impressive, isn't he? You know, he, 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 he opened up eyes a year ago. Um, obviously, you know, just being drafted, you're not going to get you know, great opportunities because you're watching innings. But early in spring training, you know, he was definitely someone that you could tell had separated himself a little bit from the back. And then to see what he's doing now, I, I think the biggest thing now for him, I think his last couple starts have been a little bit of a struggle. And I would imagine it's just more fatigue. Um, you know, you, most people don't ever experience, you know, a 150-game season until you experience a 150-game season. And so, you know, I think all of us you know, realize, like, that, like, this guy's a talent. He's got a big arm. And, you know, right now he's going through some growing pains. But, but that's okay because you have to have that to truly be successful. And you'd rather him do it now in double-A than at some point in the big leagues. And then staying on the minor leagues, I know a lot of people are antsy to see Alec Burleson. Um, what is the latest on him, and, and what is your update on him? What do you see from him right now in terms of his development? Well, I think he's an exciting hitter. Um, you know, when people ask me, like, how you compare him to some of our other players, I think he's a, more of an old-school approach hitter, meaning uh, I'd almost compare him to, to almost like a more like a Donovan, but with maybe a little bit more pop. In other words, you know, he's not afraid to go the other way. He's definitely someone that's going to uh, try to limit his strikeouts, put the ball in play type of player, but he can hit. And, you know, he's, he's adapting well to the outfield. I think, uh, um, you, you know, we're encouraged about where his defense is at. But, you know, the question is, is like right now, like, you know, where would we play him? on our club and and you know you can't have a, a bunch of guys up here that that are young emerging players that aren't playing and so that's just something that you have to keep in mind as we think about roster management as as we move forward but you know it's it's exciting to see and you know i not to uh, deviate from from talking about burleson but then you see yep last night yeah two home runs and and so you got to a group of young players that, you know, clearly at AAA, they're showing they can hit. And when they're in the big leagues, they'll probably have some form of an impact. So we just have to be patient and try to find when that timing makes sense and, and you know, where that need will arise. Yeah, I was just about to bring up Yepes. You read my mind, as usual. Uh, Brendan Donovan, veteran. He looks like a veteran at this point. So to your point, but another player looks not, good. Right? I know. Doesn't he look like one of It's unreal. No, I know, but that's like that's something you got to remind yourself of, and, and you know, I I do think you'll see him playing a little bit more right now, but you know, obviously, Ollie's got a tough job when you're trying to like balance hot hands and, and making sure that people are getting their work in, and especially this time of year. Yeah, Lars Newtbar gets on base five times yesterday. You know, I mean, so 
Um, you're on your way to Springfield, I-44. We appreciate this time very much. Not that I, you need my advice on Springfield. You've been there more times than I have, but City Butcher is my spot there. I, I just looked it up. They're open until 7, so if you need to grab some barbecue, that's your spot. <laughs> well, you text that to me because I am uh, driving and focused. All right, I'll send, I'll send it to you, and, and thank you for joining us on your drive very much. Thank you. There's John Mosella, Cardinals president of baseball operations with us on KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. We're coming to you from the Stiefel Sports Studio. When we come back, the man himself, Albert Pujols. You will hear five minutes with number five. Our topic today, hitting. Nobody I'd rather hear talk about the secrets of hitting than Albert himself. He's next on KMOX. Bumgarner with the pitch. And Albert swings, lifting a high fly ball. Left center field. That's hit deep to the track, to the wall. It's a goner. Albert Pujols hits a home run with one out in the second inning. Number 691. John, I've got goosebumps again. What this guy's been able to do since the All-Star break, well, since he broke into the big leagues, phenomenal. But especially the last month and a half or so, we have seen the best of Albert Pujols. He has been pounding left-handed pitching, and so many Cardinal fans here in the ballpark just saw a thrill. Red hot in the uh, 3-2 pitch to Albert. is hit hard and deep left center field. Did he get another one? Yes, he did! Yes, he did! A two-home run game for Albert Pujols. This one, the line drive variety. And he now has 692. He is absolutely amazing. His 64th career multi-homer game, the third multi-homer game this season. Albert Pujols comes to bat, Albert against the Royals. Albert digs back in, open stance, deep in the box, pulls it down on the end. Albert Pujols, the 1-0 pitch to Albert, is hit high and deep. He hits a fly ball left field, that's back. It's a big fly for Albert Pujols, and it's gone! Now, Tom Ackerman. And five minutes with number five. A thunderous ovation for Albert Pujols. Five minutes with number five, Albert Pujols. Appreciate this as always. The topic today, hitting. Let's discuss hitting and the art of hitting. I always said that, you know, when I was growing up, the best hitter I ever saw in person was Tony Gwynn. Mm-hmm. Um, that has since changed with all respect to all the great hitters that I've seen. I, I would put you at the top. I've seen you more than the others. But I would say, from my perspective, it's consistency, your swing. Is that where it starts for you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, good to see you again. Uh, I think, uh, you know, that's why you go to the cage and try to build a consistent swing uh, where uh, if you're looking for the pitch and the strike zone, that is your pitch for you to do damage. You don't miss it. And uh, obviously I've done that for, for a long time in my career. And, uh, you know, but all the hard work and dedication and, 
you know, you have, uh, I have good gifted talent, good eye, good hand and eye coordination, and I just try to get better and, and try to get the best out of me every day. In 2001, when you broke in with the Cardinals in the big leagues, you were hitting right away. Not that there weren't some hard times, but how did you get to that point where you were confident that you could get going? Yeah, my hard time came after I got drafted with the Cardinals, and that was uh, when I was playing summer league. You know, it was my first time using wood bat. Um, and I struggled a little bit, but I was able to one day at 12 o'clock, I, w- I used to stay with and Hayes Cancer with my coach, Coach Leo and his family. And we just went one day to the batting cage and I made a little bit of adjustment and I find that kind of center of my swing uh, that I had done for 22 years and I kept it. I had a good night that night. I think I hit two homer in that night in the gang and I just kept it for the rest of you know my career so far. I have adjusted a little bit. With my stand now, I have a little bit more leg kick because, you know, you had to make an adjustment plus your injuries. You know, when you get your lower half and you get injury uh, and you injure yourself, you had to figure out a way to take that pressure off and, and find a way to to feel better at the play. And that's something that I've done, you know, over the last several years here. That's interesting. And you still have that great power. Uh, certainly, you can pull it as well as anybody, but you had from the beginning the ability to hit to all fields how important was that to you really important and then you know you say one of your favorite was Tony Wing. one of my favorite was Tony Wing. I got a tape uh, that he did back in 1998 or 97 and my coach in college got his hand on it and he gave it to me and I was able to to watch some of the tips that he was giving and it make a lot of sense I mean for a guy that had a I mean, so many batting titles, you know, it's just amazing. Guy that didn't strike out that much. Um, you know, I was able to get a couple of tips from him and just, you know, make sense. And I put it into my work and it helped me along the way in my career. And then uh, I never would give away a scouting report, of course, but like early in the count is an important time for a hitter, isn't it? Uh, yes, uh, I think everything is... Uh, whatever you're comfortable with and, and, you know, yourself. And, you know, I'm a guy that I'm not afraid to hit with two strikes. I feel like with two strikes, actually, I feel comfortable. I don't like to swing early in the camp. But, uh, you know, it just it just however you feel that day. And you just take your approach. And also the guy that you're facing, your opponent, you know, you need to know who you got in the mound. You know, if it's a guy like tonight, it burns, you know. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to give him one strike because that might be the best pitch that you get to hit that whole night. So, um, but those are the things that you need to do with your scouting report and however you feel, then you go with it. There's so many ways to measure today too, exit velocity and all those things. Yeah. Do you, how much attention do you pay to all that? I don't. I don't get caught up. I think, you know, certain metrics, yes, the game has changed a lot, but I think um, I'm, I'm all school, bro. I I know what I need to do at the play. I know what I need to do in the batting cage to get my swing going. And I just go out there and trust it. Uh, Yes, it helps you out sometimes to look at that. If it helps you out, then you do it. You know, for for me, uh, I don't. To tell you the truth, I don't get caught off too much in that. And and I I mean, this game is so hard already. I don't want to bring more numbers on myself, you know. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest hitters of all time, Albert Pujols. When this opportunity is made possible by the Pujols Family Foundation, we get to chat about that also. I know how proud you are and how proud Todd Perry and his group are of everything that's happened. Yeah, for sure. We're doing really well. We're looking forward to this offseason to make our mission trip down to the Dominican Republic. And, uh, you know, we just 
been serving the community, you know, as well as Southern California, the Dominican Republic, and you have a, you had to have a great team. And you just mentioned, you know, I'm blessed to be able to have, you know, Taj and Cooper, Crystal Ron, you know, and and everybody else in the office that do the the great job, you know, to be able to have the success that we have, and also, you know, our fans, you know, they continue to support us. Uh, that's uh, that's always awesome. Great to catch up with you. Thank you, Albert. Thanks, baby. Good to see you again. Five minutes with number five on KMOX. Hey, Albert Pujols, great to visit with him as always. A new one coming out tomorrow at 9.50, Albert Pujols. Today on this date, 1924, this man was born. We leave you with the sounds of Jack Buck from the Stiefel Sports Studio. There's a shot. That's gone for another home run for Newfield. He really golfed that one up against the facade. His second home run of the day coming with a man on, and it makes it 9 to nothing. Gibson swings and a fly ball to deep right field. This has got to be a home run. Unbelievable. A home run for Gibson. And the Tigers have won the game 5-4. to four. I don't believe what I just saw. I don't believe what I just saw. The pitch. A ground ball to third. Albert Fowl has it. Throws. That's it. The Cardinals have won it. Swing and a long one into left goodbye and maybe that's a winner a three-run homer by Clark and the Cardinals lead by the score of seven to five and they may go to the World Series on that one folks the 2-2 pitch breaking ball hit off the pitcher to the third baseman no play base hit three thousand for LeBron shooter from the belt to the plate a swing and a miss and that's a winner that's a winner a World Series winner for the Cardinals. Porter throws his mask into the air. The players converge around the mound. Brock takes the lead. Ruthven checks him. He is going. The pitch is a strike. The throw, he is there. He did it. 105 for Lubrock. Ozzie with one out. Took a ball just outside. Cardinals have left 10 men on, and they left a lot of men on early. And a runner at third, nobody out in the first and didn't score. Second and third, one out in the second and didn't score. Smith, Corks went into right down the line. Here he go! Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! It's a home run, and the Cardinals have won the game by the score of 3-2. to two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 